0: You see him
2: on television.
3: You follow him on social media.
2: And you can listen to him talk about life and retirement right here, right now.
3: He is Pat Struby. and this is Save Your Retirement presented by Preservation Specialists.
1: Here we are again. We are at the start of another new year here in the first quarter, and it is the opportunity to get ahead of your financial strategy in 2024. There are several deadlines to remember throughout this calendar year. We want to hit the highlights for you today so you can mark your calendar for key retirement dates to remember for the year 2024. It's still hard to say the year 2024. It's still new to me, but I'm getting there. I'm getting better. Uh, Pat Strube is with Preservation Specialists. So happy to have you here on the show today, Pat, on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby And you're going to be helping us save our calendars, I guess, for the year. Let's do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Excited to be here. And, uh, you know, it never gets easier starting, you know, oh. you know saying that new year, right? Yes. It's just weird every single January.
1: I know. And I do things like I will still be, you know, October, November, and I'll randomly write the previous year for some reason like it just, <laughs> I don't know what it is I don't know why it's so hard but You're just
0: a romantic for the past, I guess.
1: I guess. Just living in the past (laughs) all the time. All the time. Well, this will be a good show today. I think very informative, Pat, to just help people think about some different dates that, that we want to be mindful of throughout the year. So we'll go through this here and get your thoughts on what we need to know about some of these different items that we want to mark on the calendar First up, here in the first quarter, Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, this goes from January 1st to March 31st. So there are a couple different you know, Medicare-related times of year. Um, Toward the end of the year, we've got another one. But in the first quarter, you do have an open enrollment period for people to be mindful of. So be mindful of that there. That's a good one to know about. But the one I I really wanted to take some time talking to you about, because it it makes me laugh, and that is the (laughs) fact that... April Fool's Day is actually a date that we need to have on our retirement planning calendar.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. And this has to do with required minimum distributions or RMDs. And I agree with you, Jen. We need to spend some time on this because in my 27 years of helping people with their finances, with their retirement Required distributions is probably one of the things that's the most complicated and the most confusing. Mm -hmm. And then during the SECURE Act, they changed the rules and made it more confusing. (laughs) And then they had SECURE 2.0, and they changed the rules, and they made it more confusing.
1: (laughs) They just keep doing that.
0: (laughs) It's like they just lay awake dreaming up ways to confuse people that are in their 70s. It makes no (laughs) sense to me. But, yeah, so now, you uh, you know, listeners may remember that required distributions used to start at 70 and a half, and then that got moved back. I think it was to 72 and now that's 73 so all that that means is if you have accounts that are tax deferred like IRAs and 401ks are the most common you have to whether you like it or not you have to start taking out those accounts and that's just as simple as that has to happen in the year that you turn 73 Mm -hmm. now Having said that, there's a twist, right? <laughs> so exciting. So um, the year you turn 73, they will allow you to wait until the following year. And that is April 1st is mm-hmm. your deadline. I Again, that's not the deadline for anything else. So why would they make it that day? I don't, don't know, know. Just to make it as complicated as possible. So that's important to know. Now, having said that, most people do not wait until the following year. And the reason is that's the only year you can do that. So mm-hmm. as we go through the calendar, December 31st in every other year is your Deadline. So if you delay until mm-hmm. the first few months of the next year, guess what? You've got to take two distributions that year. Right. Uh, so you're really getting hit on taxes. And now this is why we always say, Jen, you know, we don't like you know boilerplate plans, and we want a custom build. I've had a couple of clients that worked into their or through their first year of required distributions and then they were retired the following year mm-hmm. so their income was coming way down so in their case it actually made sense to delay Did that that makes sense yeah so sure. it, so each family's individual circumstances makes a big difference and so definitely wanted to hit on that april 1st date for required distributions.
1: yeah and i appreciate the clarity on that because that does get so confusing for so many people and since you brought up that word taxes of course most of us are very familiar with the tax deadlines april 15th this year it will actually be on the 15th i know we've had a few years <laughs> where it's been it's been different but that will be the deadline that will be tax day for filing your tax returns and of course you know when you're thinking about things like those required minimum distributions like what you were talking about that can have an impact on the income taxes you're going to owe but You, of course, Pat, the way you tend to approach talking about taxes... We want to be mindful of this tax day, but that's really you you would kind of look at it beyond just being aware of when we get our taxes filed and looking in that rear view mirror, right?
0: Yeah. I mean most of us during our working years we're thinking about taxes for what, two or three days around April fifteenth yes. as we're panicking to get everything. Depending done.
1: on how organized we are. That's, <laughs> that's
0: right. exactly right. <laughs> and so a couple of thoughts. First I will mention there are, you know, some and this is another confusing thing, some contributions need to be done by the end of December, but some can happen up until April 15th, like Hmm. um, college funding a 529 plan, which could have a state income tax deduction, Uh, Roth IRA contributions can happen up to April 15th for the previous year. So those are some good things to be considering. But yes, Jen, you're absolutely right. We love the analogy of driving in the car, and when you are thinking about April 15th and filing your taxes, that is like looking in the rearview mirror because you're looking at the past year of taxes. And certainly, we want to minimize those where we can, but we love the idea of being proactive in your tax planning and looking out the windshield of the car and looking Mm -hmm. down the road and saying, hey, um, the way our system is built in America for saving and accumulating it makes looking into the future very important for taxes. And one example would be that most of us are told our entire working lives that you're going to make less money in retirement, so you should defer all your taxes. Well, mm-hmm. um, you know a lot of people don't have pensions anymore, and so they're depending on those savings, that 401k, to live off of. If you've busted your tail and if you've you're retiring, you've accumulated a million dollars in your 401k. That's awesome, but now all of that's going to be taxed when you retire. And what if, because of our massive debt as a country, what if instead of being in a 15% tax bracket, you're in a 35% tax bracket? now suddenly you don't have the income that you thought you were going to have so that's why we want to help our clients take control of their taxes and understand you know what their options are and be proactive about it now and and we think in some of the projections we look at with some of our families that can make you know tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars a difference in savings and taxes over your lifetime so we believe that's really really important and for our listeners today We would offer a a no-cost, no-obligation tax analysis so we can help you see what your tax projections look like and if there's any ways you can save taxes. To take advantage, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, it's a no-cost, no-obligation tax analysis at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and I am Jen Rizak alongside. We are walking through our master calendar for the year 2024. There are some key financial planning dates to be mindful of. Um, of course, April 15th is tax day. If you happen to file an extension for your federal income taxes, then October 15th would be the deadline for getting that done. So you can get yourself some time there if you file for that extension. That takes us into the last quarter of the year. October 15th through December 7th is the Medicare annual election period. So we've got another area, an opportunity to make some changes on our Medicare And then, Pat, December 31st, Happy New Year again, 2024. This is another key deadline because there's a lot of things that have to happen by December 31st, and it seems silly to talk about it here in the first quarter, but also time can get away from us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I'll back up on one quick thing on tax extension day being October 15th. I will say personally, Jen, when I was younger and my taxes were more simple, I always filed by April 15th. I was always scared to delay it because it seems like it's too good to be true. to delay it until October. Uh, But, you know, every study uh, that is done says there's no more likelihood of audits. There's no additional cost to delay. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of clients that we find Either their lives are getting more complicated or sometimes the tax documents are delayed. Yep. Do not stress about taking advantage of that tax extension. I, no I shame wanna,
1: there. I like absolutely.
0: It. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, year end, December 31st. There are some things that can be pushed into the next year, but a few things we always want to make sure you're aware of those required distributions that we talked about earlier from 401ks and IRAs. After your first year, every single other year, it has to be done by December 31st. And a lot of companies don't do a whole lot of proactive work on that. They might just send you a letter in January and then you're on your own. Mm. So if you're not working with a planner that's proactive and helping you with those things, that's definitely something you need to be prepared for and thinking about. The second thing is uh, if you have IRAs and you want to convert any of that to a Roth IRA. So that means paying some tax now to avoid taxes down the road. That's part of some of that tax planning that we look at with some of our clients. Um, That needs to be done by December 31st. And then the third one, thinking about taxes as well is of course, any charitable contributions Mm -hmm. that you might be making that needs to be done by the end of the year as well. So all of those things really affect your taxes. And we want to make sure we're smart about those before year end.
1: Right. And I feel kind of mean for even like bringing up year end stuff. But like I said, (laughs) just coming through another holiday season, you know how quickly things can get away from you. And even though December 31st, Is the deadline on these things, in all reality, Pat, you don't want to be waiting until December 20th to start working on this stuff or to start thinking about this. This is why we're talking about it now. We're bringing it up now because time can get away from you. And there's such a benefit to taking advantage of the momentum and the energy that you still have early in the year and getting some of these planning steps taken care of so we don't have another year just fly by and get away from us, right?
0: Yeah, and we've had people come in, Jen, that, you know, are working with, you know, a big we call it one eight hundred no help. You know, just sure, a huge company, sure. you know, we don't really have anybody and they're not worried about your required distributions and sometimes they get missed and those can be huge, huge penalties. So that's our our whole idea of a comprehensive plan and proactive planning is those investments are going to be tied into your tax plan and into your income plan. So we're gonna help you make sure you have a way of knowing when that money's coming out. You're not stressing on December thirty first, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon, panicking that you need to get money out. Everything is planned in time so you can have as low stress as possible, have the investments working for you, get the income you need, and keep your taxes reduced as much as possible. All of that, again, of course, is part of our custom-built retirement plan. To take advantage of a retirement review with one of our planners, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. And again, for listeners of the show, there's no cost and no obligation. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
2: John Farley here. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day, $15 billion a week. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer, increasing taxes. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low, or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in the future depends on a lot of things. The team at Preservation Specialists knows what to look for. Our advisors can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax-efficient as it can be. Call 803-9-RETIRE to set up a visit with an advisor at Preservation Specialists. That's 803-9-RETIRE. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 803-9-RETIRE securities offer through arcadios capital member finner and sapc advisory services offered through arcadios wealth preservation specialists and arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership
3: 2024 it's here and if retirement is on your agenda this year call preservation specialists right now at 803-973-8473 that's 803-9-RETIRE
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we talk a little bit today about retirement and some of the decisions that people make preparing for retirement, there are so many different moving parts in so many questions that you're thinking about, right? When do I take my Social Security? Could I accidentally trigger higher taxes? What if I make a wrong move with my retirement savings? There are so many decisions that impact each other, Pat. You could say retirement planning is trying to figure out one of those puzzle cube things where you, mm. you make one move and then all of a sudden it's changed everything on the other side. The reality is we can do this with our money.
0: Yeah, I, I really like that analogy, Jen, because, um, you know, those puzzle cubes – you know, every single time you make a move, it's affecting everything. Right. And that's very cool because there might be some things related to your retirement where, you know, it's a standalone thing, but so many of those things are actually interacting with each other. And I think it really is a perfect visual of what we'll be talking about.
1: Well, tell me how you see this, you know, when maybe somebody makes a retirement decision and sometimes it's inadvertent, they don't realize it's impacting another area of their plan. Tell me a little bit about how you see this potentially playing out sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think of some of the bigger decisions or, I guess, more common decisions that we all have. You know, the one example would be when do I take my Social Security? Mm -hmm. And just about everyone has some kind of Social Security benefits, so we all have that choice to make. And, you know, there are, you know, I always joke that there's literally millions of articles when you Google it that will tell you you should delay it until Mm -hmm. you're 70 years old, which is the longest that it will continue growing. But that's just in a vacuum. That's just an idea of delaying it and getting the highest amount. That has nothing to do with if that's right for you. And so the example I would use is let's say you decide to take your Social Security a little earlier. Well, by taking that earlier, that's going to generate some income that can be taxable. So that could trigger a tax on your Social Security. So that's affecting, as we look at that puzzle cube, that could affect the taxation piece of that. uh, That could push you in a higher tax bracket. So that could affect that as well. You are locking in that value and not letting it grow higher. So that could affect your ability to fight inflation later on. So your income plan and also if you live a really long time could affect your longevity as well. And all of that means then if you're locking in your Social Security, it's affecting how you would use income off of your nest egg. So it's affecting your investments. It's affecting your income. It's affecting your taxes. And, Jen, I could really see those three areas, so many, almost all of the areas of any one of those three are going to affect the other two. And so that's one thing that I would say if we've had people that have kind of handled their own finances most of their life and they hire us as they're kind of getting into retirement or, you know, or in that five, 10 years before retirement, that's kind of the light bulb moment that I think where they see, Oh, okay. It really helps to have someone helping, you know, figure out, run the numbers on these things and guide us and help us figure out. So we're not just looking at one thing. We're keeping an eye on how it's affecting everything else.
1: Right. And, And I'm sure to some extent, This is something that happens even prior to retirement where you make a financial decision and then you don't realize the impact somewhere else. But would you say, Pat, it's more exacerbated when you get into this different stage of life? Because, you know, your sources of income and so many things change. It seems like it becomes even more relevant or more front and center as an issue to be aware of as far as how this can happen.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting thought, Jen. I think you're right. On the one hand, I think it's a bigger deal in retirement. It's still happening, you know, whether yeah. you're deciding to put money into your 401k or not, or increase your percentage, or you're trying to pay down your mortgage or something like that. I think the two differences are, number one, with some of the decisions you're making, there's finality to it. Like, when do I take mm-hmm. my Social Security? There is some opportunity to make changes to that, but very few people ever do that. You know, pretty much right. when you make that decision, you're making that decision. Yeah. That's very difficult different than, hey, can I afford to bump up my 401k contribution to 5% to 6% because you could just change that back. It'd be a very simple change. I think the other thing comes back to the reality of the critical nature of decisions in retirement because there's no going back. You only, you know, generally speaking, you only get one chance to retire. And, you know, when you're 30 and you're trying to start putting money into your 401k, that's a great thing to do, but there's time on your side. Mm-hmm. Um, if you make a poor investment decision, you've got time to recover from that. But when you're in retirement, and that's the end game. You know, that's what you're trying to make sure that you make the right decisions. And so, if you if you make a mistake and pay some unnecessary taxes, that could you know really affect you know the financial success of your plan during retirement. So I think those are probably the biggest differences in my mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's just talk for just a second about the key pieces of a retirement income strategy for people who, as we you know, we use that word, we talk about a retirement plan, we talk about a retirement strategy. Let's just take a moment and identify some of the things that people need to have in place so then we can continue talking about how these different things can impact each other. I just want to back up and make sure we're all on the same page for what we mean when we talk about the different parts of a plan.
0: Yeah, I think you know retirement income is like a puzzle uh, with a number of pieces uh, because most of us have one or maybe two sources of income while we're working. But if you're a married couple, you know you may have easily a half dozen sources hmm. of income in retirement. You both might have Social Security. Maybe say one of you has a pension, uh, one of you has a four hundred one k, one of you has a Roth IRA. Maybe there's a brokerage account. You know you're trying to piece all of that together, and so we really want to be thoughtful about how do we make the most out of things like social security and pension benefits? And then how do we supplement those with your nest egg in ways that are most beneficial to you, help your nest egg last as long as possible and keep your taxes as low as possible. And so, you know, I just, covered all that in about 10 seconds but <laughs> of course it's really complicated to do all those things and of course you and I have spent you know oh, many yeah. shows talking about those details but that sums it all up and that's what you're trying to accomplish and that's why we always talk about the foundation to a successful retirement is a written retirement income plan so if you don't have a written retirement income plan or if you're not sure or if you have one and it's been a long time since it's been looked at give us a call at 803 803- Nine Retire. We offer listeners of the show a no-cost, no-obligation retirement income analysis. To get started, once again, call us at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Strube. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. That number again, 803 803- Nine retire, or if it helps for you to hear the numbers as you're punching that into your phone, 803 973 8473. We're talking today about how all these different areas of our finances can impact so many other areas. Social Security, I know you touched on this, and you know, you are, as you said earlier, a little bit you at some point become locked into that decision, but there is a, a little bit of leeway where you can undo it if you decide you, you change your mind on when you want to start claiming your benefits. But I think most of us would agree that it's better to just make that decision correctly the first time without having to go back and, and undo it. So talk a little bit more about how you help somebody decide when it does make sense to file. Because, you know, we, we don't want to do this just based off of like an arbitrary age or, or when our brother-in-law did this. We want to make an informed decision here.
0: Yeah. And you know, we are very passionate about this. We have a very strong opinion about social security. Mm -hmm. And that comes back from a course I took many, many years ago when he talked about the difference between maximizing your social security and optimizing your social security. And I always love to tell the story when he said the first time he said it, it was kind of a throwaway comment. And I thought, well, that's kind of a dumb comment because it sounds like exactly the same thing. (laughs) But they are very different. So maximizing your social security literally means just deferring it as long as possible. And if all you have to retire on is Social Security, then that's fine, that is what makes the most sense. However, many of our listeners are trying to figure out how to have more income in retirement, and that's often from 401k or IRA, or you know various um, savings tools. And in that case, then you don't want to maximize your Social Security, you, you want to optimize it, meaning you want to take your Social Security in a way that works the best with all your other resources that you have, and the only way to do that is to actually build an income plan. And Jen, the number of times myself or our other advisors have run numbers and we have social security software to figure out how to maximize your benefits, especially if you're a married couple, that's important to look at. Mm -hmm. But then we'll run those numbers into our retirement income planning software and it recommends something completely different because Mm -hmm. the way they work together is just different. And so that's one of those things. We just have to see it to believe it. And uh, I mean, if we can optimize your social security and help you get more income every month and pay less in taxes. That's a no-brainer, right? We all want to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And of course, as you said, a lot of people are going to be trying to be strategic with their Social Security. It's not the only thing that they have going into retirement, but it's important. What do we need to know about other common sources of retirement income, things other than Social Security? Because there are some decisions to make there with other areas where we're going to be getting income.
0: Yeah, so pension benefits if you have mm-hmm. them good for you. Um you know, I was just <laughs> talking with a client the other day and they were kind of apologizing for not having as big of a nest egg saved as they should have. And I said, "Hey, you're going to have a really really big military pension like oh, that's incredibly valuable that's a big you deal. know yeah. yeah it's a huge deal but we need to make the right decisions with that and you know if you work for a corporation you have pension you might have an option between a monthly or a lump sum those are huge decisions so we absolutely want to make sure we're making the right decisions with those and then of course with a nest egg. Most people understand how to invest and accumulate money, but the way to draw that money off of that nest egg is far more complicated because we need to make sure you're not drawing down off of something that has risk to it, which can spend down very quickly. Mm -hmm. And we, of course, need to be considering the taxation on those withdrawals as well. So there's really a lot to consider when we're taking money out of those accounts.
1: And the thing is, there are so many generic rules of thumb when it comes to retirement planning. It's so easy to make an arbitrary decision or, Pat, go in and and read something about a different rule of thumb and just kind of follow that. But how do you know what makes the most sense? Pat, talk about your process for helping people figure out what does make the most sense.
0: Yeah, rather than trying to rely on a rule of thumb that's outdated or missing in action, it makes sense for you to get customized advice based on your dreams and goals. We have a process for helping you create an income strategy, and we start with what we call our five-step retirement review. If you have not gone through this process, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. This is a fantastic way to help you see what type of income you can generate in retirement to try and accomplish your dreams and goals. To get started, once again, it's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: There are so many different moving parts to your retirement, and a move in one area can impact another piece of your retirement plan. It's kind of like trying to solve a puzzle. More from Pat Struby here in just a moment. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
3: You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10.
2: To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks
1: for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Strooby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, talking today about all the different moving parts when it comes to preparing for retirement. And this is kind of a fun topic because, Pat, as we said earlier, there are so many decisions that impact each other. You can say retirement planning is almost like trying to figure out one of those puzzle cube things where you make one move here and then you mess up everything on the other side. And that's, that's of course, not what we want to do with our retirement. We don't want to be making a decision in one area that's going to negatively impact another part of our retirement plan.
0: Yeah. And I think that I really think it's a cool analogy because when you think of a puzzle cube, and you think of it turning any of it, you immediately see different colors flash and how it affects all the different sides of the cube. And we can very much see how decisions we make with how we take income and retirement might affect our investments. It will certainly affect our taxes. Mm -hmm. And some of those things can affect other areas too. Like, you know, how good of a healthcare plan or, you know, nest egg we have for things like nursing care and then also our state plan and what's left over for our families. So it's all so intertwined. It's a great, Kind of visual for yeah. for talking through those things
1: yeah and when you mentioned taxes I was I was just going to ask you about that because it seems like as we talk through some of these impacts I feel like the tax impact is so intertwined throughout it's almost the common thread about all these different moves we make and how it can impact what's going on with our taxes I feel like that's almost like the main like underlying theme <laughs> through all of this for people who are taking social security and they get to a certain age, and we know that age has continued to change on us over the past Mm -hmm. few years, they have to start taking required minimum distributions. The impact there can sometimes be what's called the tax torpedo. This is where all of a sudden you get kind of like pushed up into a higher tax bracket because of the income that's coming in. How can we keep from accidentally triggering higher taxes in retirement?
0: Yeah, so it's a great topic, and it really is not only the tax torpedo of combining Social Security and required distributions, but also, again, thinking about how your investments and in your income affect mm-hmm. your taxes. So perfect for that Puzzle Cube analogy. So first of all, just to make sure you know our listeners understand, so of course – Most of us have social security benefits. Um, The earliest we can claim that is 62. The longest it will defer to is age 70. So we have certain rules of when we have to take that. Mm -hmm. Same thing with if you accumulate a decent amount of money in a 401k or a regular IRA, you would now have required minimum distributions. You have to take out of those accounts. And the current rule, which has changed twice in the last (laughs) handful of years, is that starts at age 73. So the reason we bring this up is those are rules. You cannot get around those types of things Mm -hmm. without doing some kind of unique planning And so what happens is if you do the game that we're all told to play, which is by commentators, it's by Wall Street, uh, it's by most accountants and CPAs, which is defer every tax as long as you possibly can, and we'll deal with it later. Well, guess what happens? That's the tax Mm -hmm. torpedo, right? You did a good job. You did what you were told. You worked a long time. You built up some nice social security benefits. You plugged money away in your 401k. You did all things you were supposed to do. And now you're getting hammered in taxes Mm -hmm. in retirement. You're saying, how is this happening? So what do we do about that? Well, we have to be more proactive. We have to take control of your taxes. And so I'll give you an example, Jen. There have been studies done where we kind of run analysis of different types of things Now, this doesn't mean that there's one right way to do it, but one example would be if you said, I want to avoid as many taxes as I possibly can in retirement, you would actually kind of flip a lot of that around and you would delay your Social Security. And then while you're living off of some of that 401k and IRA money, you're maybe converting some of that over from a regular IRA to a Roth IRA so that by the time you have maxed out your social security and by the time you have to take required distributions out of your accounts now the taxes are going to be way less now You might say, first of all, if you're working with a broker on Wall Street, they're not going to like that plan because guess what that means? That means there's less money for them to collect 1% Mm. or 2% a year on, right? Mm -hmm. And also, by the way, our ego doesn't like that either. Our (laughs) ego loves seeing that big pile of money in our 401k, right? But uh, as we talk about sometimes, that's not really all our money, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say you've saved a million dollars in your 401k at retirement. Well, what you have to figure out is how much of that's really yours because maybe seven or eight hundred thousand of it's yours, but two or three hundred thousand of that is an IOU to the IRS. Mm -hmm. And of course, what we want to do is we want to make sure that we are controlling how much of that goes to the IRS and we're keeping that as low as absolutely possible. And that all has to do with when you pay that tax and what tax bracket you're in. And that probably sounds very confusing. That's part of the reason that we spent a lot of our time working on tax planning and tax analysis for our clients, because in the end, we just want to make sure you're keeping as much as absolutely possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is the big idea for so many people. How can I keep more of that in my pocket for my use? There's another area here as we talk a little bit about, Pat, some of these impacts on our taxes and that type of thing. I know we've talked about it on the show before, and that is even with your Medicare, those IRMA charges. There mm-hmm. are surcharges that can get added onto your Medicare premiums, and it's based on what's going on with your income. I imagine there's got to be some conversations that happen here as we are figuring out our plans for taking income in retirement and some of those other impacts to be watching out for.
0: Yeah, Jen, I, you know, I've been doing this long enough that I was you know working as a planner when Obamacare was being presented, mm-hmm. yep. and I remember people on TV with the visuals of the stack of paper and saying, you know, it, you know it's a thousand or two thousand pages or whatever it was it it looked so monstrous and so there were so many articles so many you know commentators talking about here's what really matters about this i never ever saw anyone talk about this thing called irma which means Part of the funding of Obamacare is if your income is at certain levels, when you're on Medicare, you're going to pay more for your Medicare. And that never happened before Obamacare. And so that was a real wild card. Um, And so it absolutely affects all of this planning because your income from your required minimum distributions is going to help trigger, IRMA, Mm -hmm. the additional tax, the surcharge, your Social Security. Part of that can help trigger that. And then if you're doing things like converting IRAs to Roth IRAs, that can affect it, too. So- you're so right. It is amazing how many of these things, when we think of that puzzle cube and we twist one thing and how it, how it has this domino effect almost on so many other things. That's why we always talk about A, if you're worried about taxes, if you're not sure where the income is going to come from in retirement. Give us a call at 803 9 Retire. We offer that income and tax analysis to listeners of the show at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do is call us at 803 9 Retire.
1: Talking today with Pat Strube. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And I'm Jen Rizak alongside 803 9 Retire is that number again. That's 803 9 Retire. And, you know, we're, we're having some of these complicated conversations, Pat, about all these different tax impacts on what happens when you take money from this area and and what are you being mindful of. But a really I think a really like basic, simple one to think about is when you're trying to figure out how much money to take out of your different retirement accounts, you know, not only can it impact what's going on with your taxes, but It's just got an impact on the bottom line. It has an impact on how long that savings is going to last and how can you afford, like how long can you afford to keep taking that out? I mean, that's a little bit more elementary, I think, than thinking about all the tax impacts, but it's still important. How do you talk to people about that withdrawal strategy, figuring out how much they can afford to take out of their retirement savings so they don't spend it down too quickly?
0: Yeah, and we have to start at the baseline, right? I always say, you know, sometimes we get caught up and when I say we... It could be anyone. I will say this tends to be a very male trait of being like, (laughs) what kind of what rate of return do I get? You know, that kind of a thing. Women tend to have a very, they're better at remembering what really matters is, are we accomplishing what we want to accomplish? Mm -hmm. But we need to always stop and think about what do we want to accomplish? Now, if your goal is to try and risk your money and get as rich as possible, that's different than what we're (laughs) talking about, right? That's different than save your retirement and also different than preservation specialists, which is our company name. (laughs) So our clients, what they are focused on, which is what almost everyone is focused on in retirement is trying to figure out when can I retire, how do I know I have enough, And how do I make sure my money is going to last? So that's where we're starting with all of those things. So now if we're thinking about, okay, how do we take income in retirement? Well, then that's going to have a few different rules to it. We want to make the best decisions with your social security, which we've talked about, making sure we optimize that. We need to make sure we make the best decisions with any kind of pension benefits you might have. And then when we look at your nest egg, we just need to make sure we're making smart decisions with where that money comes from. So the number one rule we have is we want to avoid at all costs taking withdrawals out Of risky type of accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you have, if someone retired right before the COVID crash in 2020 when the market dropped 33% in 33 days, if you retired at the end of 2019 and you had all your money in the stock market and you were drawing money out of that every month you were sweating. You were in a really, really scary situation, right? Because over the course of a month, you were thinking, hey, I've got whatever, you know, made up numbers. I've got a million dollars in my 401k I'm drawing off of. And a month later, you're looking at and you've got way less than 700,000, right? Right. Because not only did it drop 33%, but you're taking money out of it every month Mm -hmm. and that's going to make it drop even faster. So we have to make sure that's not possible. So those are the types of examples of how we make sure You're taking the money out. And of course, that's just talking about the actual dollars and the investments. That's not factoring in the taxes. So we always have to be thinking about how is that money going to be taxed in retirement? How do we take that money out and keep you in the lowest tax bracket as possible?
1: Yeah. And again, like so many people are, I think looking to save more uh, or preserve more of their savings so they can have it for their own use, but they just don't always understand the ways to do that. And I imagine, Pat, this is an area where people can make a lot of missteps. You know, they, they might make assumptions or they might not fully understand the impact. I think that really is the benefit of working with somebody who does this Every single day, who can look at it from all angles and give you that professional perspective on what's going on with your financial decisions?
0: You know, we certainly hope that uh, there's been a lot of studies done that say that, you know, working with an advisor or a planner in retirement is worth, you know, X number of dollars or X percent on your portfolio and things like that. We certainly hope that just the income planning alone has a tremendous return on its value but we also think you know taking control of your taxes and having that plan and of course tying that in with your income plan all of those things together you're absolutely right, Jen. That should have a just a, an incredibly valuable benefit to you throughout your retirement.
1: Right, right. Just as we've been talking today, you know, there are so many different moving parts when it comes to preparing for retirement. A lot of our financial decisions impact other parts of our retirement strategy. And and that's why it's important to get that guidance and and avoid making those missteps with our retirement savings.
0: Yeah, you never want to make a misstep with your retirement savings, so we have a process for helping you create an income strategy, and we start with our five-step retirement review. If you're listening right now and you don't have an income strategy, we invite you to call so we can help you create a spending plan to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about, uncover the main risks that could pose a threat to your retirement, including inflation, stock market risk, potential tax increases and skyrocketing healthcare costs. Learn about the options for potentially generating income in retirement and learn about ways to keep your current standard of living in retirement. Even as costs keep rising, there's no cost for this analysis and there's no obligation. And we just, ask you to call 803-9-RETIRE to ask for your retirement income analysis. After we've analyzed where you are right now, then we can help you start mapping out your strategy to get you where you want to go. This isn't about big wins. We aren't doing this to try and make you rich. We want to help make sure you don't ever end up outliving your money. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury.
4: If you watch TV this fall, I'm sure you'll remember all the Medicare ads with our aging sports stars and celebrities. While I'm a fan of the stars, I'm not a fan of the ads. The reason is that they put the emphasis in the wrong place. Having additional benefits like dental and vision coverage is fine, but they leave out the details. Details like, does your doctor participate with the plans they're promoting? Are your medications covered and at what costs? These are the most important considerations when choosing an Advantage plan. Unfortunately, many people end up in the wrong plan and only find out when they first see their doctor or fill a prescription. Does this mean you're stuck in the wrong plan for the entire year? Medicare has what's called a Medicare Advantage open enrollment period. Between January 1st until the end of March, you can make a one-time only change to a different Advantage plan. During this time, you can move to a plan which better fits your needs. If you need to discuss this option, Please give me a call, and I'd be happy to explain how it works.
1: Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
3: The team at Preservation Specialists have put together a retirement rescue kit to help you get your plan started. To get yours, text the word retire to 803-973-8473 right now. That's retire to 803-973-8473.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book's save your retirement and the retirement secret and i am jen rezak alongside as we get back into it if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on the number to call to reach pat and the team at preservation Specialists 803 9 retire is the number again that's 803 9 retire and pat i don't know if you know this but in the u.s one out of every five students lacks basic skills of financial literacy And only 20% of adults have participated in financial education. So it sounds like, Pat, just in general, and we haven't even broken it down into retirement, but Hmm. in general, this is an area that a lot of people probably ought to brush up on a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I mean, certainly I'm biased, Jen, because (laughs) the only thing I've done as an adult uh, working person is worked as a financial advisor. But this is something that I really feel like uh, our system is so difficult. Uh, There's just very little in school to teach us about the basics of finance and yet, you know, how many topics affect our lives more as adults than our finances, you know? And I think about, you know, my brother-in-law asked me to speak to his class and I think they're kind of like fifth and sixth and seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And he, what he's done is he has had them build portfolios of stocks um, really? with, with fake with fake money, yeah, yeah online, <laughs> and then they could you know, there's plenty of websites where you can do stuff like this, and it was so cool to me that they were. Just talking about that and so he had me you know talk to them about just all things finance and yeah. answer their questions and but as an example when i was growing up this was not anything that i talked about with anyone and i remember being in my either junior or senior year college class talking about personal finance and he asked us how we did invest a million dollars and most of us had no understanding of stocks and bonds or right. you know what i mean the things that most of us need to know about uh, a couple generations ago Most people didn't invest and they didn't need to. They had social security and they would maybe work for a pension. And guess what? folks that those days are gone. And now we all have to build our own pension. We all have to have some kind of understanding of this. And I know I'm I'm skipping past the basics of budgeting and (laughs) debt and all those things too, but there's just so much to it. And, you know, you and I joke about the financial junk drawer we all have that just develops because we all kind of start out as adults and we don't have anything. And then you get your first, you know, insurance and you stuff it in there and you get your first 401k and you stuff it in there and you get your first credit card and you stuff it in there. And all of a sudden you have all this stuff and, what do you do with it? And there's no plan to it, of course. And (laughs) so those are all the things that we get excited and passionate about, trying to help people kind of get all that stuff together and figure out what's going on.
1: Yeah. And I want to come back to that idea of the financial junk drawer here in just a minute. But you know, when you talked about the fact that people didn't always have this same need for investment knowledge because they didn't live as long, they had pensions, they had all these other things going on. And now, Pat, it's so easy. There are all these apps that you can get on and you can try to do all this investing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's fine to do it, I would think, when we're talking about smaller amounts. I I have, um, I think it's Acorns is the app, and I have a little investment account that I can go in and mess with. But this isn't what I'm going to be living off of for, <laughs> for the rest of my life. And I think that's an important piece of this here, Pat. We can start to get a little bit of, of hands-in with some of these different financial areas. But it's pretty serious when you get to retirement, and now you got to figure out what to do with this savings because you have to figure out how to live off of this for decades.
0: Yeah, and in the introduction of my most recent book, The Retirement Seeker, that's the point that I make, which is, you know, if someone's opening up the book and one thing that's probably very reasonable to ask is, seriously, another book on retirement and investing? <laughs> like, do we really need right? this? And my point there is exactly that, which is just making sure that we all think about the fact that in a very short period of time, our country has gone from generally people living off of A check coming to your mailbox every month that you deposited and lived off of, to now being a portfolio manager, and you know you're expected to have a 401k and figure out how you're going to generate all that income. And the big aha to that chapter, this is a spoiler alert uh, if (laughs) you know if you're getting if you're getting the book. But the big aha is guess what? That's our responsibility, and no one trains us how to do that. There is no training whatsoever. And generally speaking, for most people, it's you just turn. Your money over to Wall Street and you hope they take good care of it. And of course, guess who Wall Street's looking out for? They're looking out for themselves <laughs> yep, first yep, for sure. at every turn. And so yeah, we've created this system that it really just doesn't make any sense. And so that has created this opportunity for us to serve people and to help them, you know, figure out how do I build that nest egg and then how do I use it and live off of it and make sure it never runs out and those right. are the things you know the very basic things that most of us want out of our you know financial lives and and you know that's what we get excited about doing that's why we we get fired up to you know help our clients
1: And here's the other thing Pat when you think about people trying to educate themselves on these different financial things what's the first thing a lot of us do we go do a search online right we're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what we need to know some of the most searched for financial questions though are things like what's a good credit score how many credit cards should Mm -hmm. I have how do personal loans work so those are some of the basic questions that people go in and ask let me ask you this Pat when it comes to retirement specifically what questions should we be asking and how do you help us answer those so we aren't just asking the Google monster some of these <laughs> questions?
0: Yeah, wow. Well, I think that, you know, if I'm thinking of the most important questions about retirement, I would start thinking about the questions people ask us, which is um can you help me tell when I retire? That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Certainly. And it's very now Google's not going to help much with that or or chat GPT or anything like that. How do I know that my money's going to last as long as I do? And then how do I make sure my loved ones are going to be okay if something happens to me, whether I get sick or whether I die? You know, I mean, those are those are I call those the big four questions, um, because that's what 99 percent of people that walk into our office. That's what they're trying to answer. And so those aren't things that Google can answer, of course. And you know, Google can provide a lot of very good general financial information, uh, but that's why we think what we do is different because we custom build our plans for our clients. And um, it really is amazing how two different families' plans can be completely different from each other because – they may have different goals. They may be retiring at different times. They have different social security benefits. They have different, you know, nest eggs. And, and so there are parallels in a lot of ways, but the differences can be striking. And, and of course, if you have a plan that was built for somebody else – it may work okay but but mm-hmm. it's kind of like if you're trying to hammer in a nail and all you have is is the head of a screwdriver you can probably get it done but it's definitely not going to be done you know in the right not way be pretty, so right. by getting yeah yeah so you, so that's what that's what we I feel like that we do is we help you we help you make sure you got the right tools that are accomplishing the right things for you
1: 8039 retire is the number to call to reach Pat Strube and his team at preservation specialists again that's 803 803- 9 retire if you have questions about well if you have if you have some of these big questions that Pat was just talking about or you're looking for answers on how to address some of these issues that's 803 nine retire pat i want to go back to the financial junk drawer that you mentioned because that is Mm. an approach that a lot of us tend to have it's real and i will fully admit (laughs) when it comes to things like tax time or whatever i am that person who just has i have this big folder this big manila folder and as each (laughs) little tax document or whatever comes in i just pop it in there and then i hand it over to the accountant and i say here you go like have at it. That's yep. kind of my yep. my approach. I think that's what a lot of people do. So let's talk about, for example, how do we clean up that financial junk drawer that we might have? What are some things that we might look for there?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that taking a step back as far as how do you clean up your financial junk drawer, I would say... Um, do you have a financial plan? Mm-hmm. You know that, that's a bold question to ask. Um, I know we've talked in the past about. I'm sure that answer is very low. The percentage of you know adults in America that actually have a financial plan. So, and you know maybe if you are in your first job and you're living paycheck to paycheck, you know maybe a financial plan is probably not your biggest priority. That mm-hmm. of you know what, what you're spending your time and money on. But you know if you ever worry about retirement building a financial plan, building a retirement plan, that can give you tremendous peace of mind uh, by doing that. So I think that would be my first question, uh, because it's kind of hard to organize things if you don't have a plan, plan, you know, kind of, kind of to base it on. So, so that would be my start. And then of course, you know, creating a system of organization that really just, you know, that can be so personalized, right, Jen. And you, you think about like your manila folder, that's a very reasonable way to do it. And then the question is, are you, are you having physical pieces of paper or are you scanning in, you have digital, you know, and how you're organizing that. So I think there's a lot of ways that you can control that for your own individual preferences. But I think getting that big picture in mind of what what am I planning for? Uh, to me, is the is the first place to start.
1: Yeah, that is um, one of those areas. It just requires a little bit more focus. And I think Pat, we just need to recognize when it comes to our plans for the future, and certainly with our retirement, it's not going to all come together by accident, and your savings won't last as long as you need it to last by accident. You won't be tax efficient by accident. All of these things require a little (laughs) bit of planning. So let's talk a little bit about how you get started. What is this, I guess, analysis process like at the beginning to help somebody identify what's going on with where they are and and just walk us through what that looks like?
0: Yeah. The cool thing about our process is for most people, there's one or two steps and there's no cost and there's no obligation uh, because it usually takes us that much time to figure out if we can be of help or not. So the first step is really a get to know you opportunity. It's, you know, talking about what's on your mind. What are you concerned about? uh, What are your goals? What are your fears? and of course some of those there are a lot of similarities for a lot of people how am i going to retire how do i know i have enough but then we're all individual we're all human we're all different and so that's where it's fun to kind of get to know those differences and then it's basically digging into that financial junk drawer and getting all the details and mm-hmm. and so that's that's where our expertise kind of shines and and can help you figure out hey you know these are all the resources you have mm-hmm. you know for most of us we build up social security benefits uh, maybe there's a nest egg maybe you've got home equity you know of course maybe don't want to move, but that's still an asset that you have. We would just be considering all those types of things. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do kind of a preliminary analysis, uh, which we call our five step retirement review. And that's kind of giving you those five major areas of retirement and try to help you see where you're at. And to your point, Jen, you know, without planning, you know, maybe you can stumble into some pretty good places, but with planning, uh, hopefully we can really optimize it for you and help you figure out how do you squeeze the most income out of it, all those things that you have? How do you pay the least tax? taxes uh, with all those mm-hmm. things that you have? How do you uh, divvy up your nest egg to make sure that you're not at bigger risk than you need to? And how do you make sure you protect yourself from things like risks and things like that with different types of insurance? And so if you're not sure if you have a comprehensive plan for all that, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, that five-step retirement review is available at no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. So once again, to call us to get started, it's 803 9 Retire.
1: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. That number again is 8039 Retire. Be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Pat. And we'll see you then.
3: Securities offered through Arcadios Capital, member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation Specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership.